All right, we're here. This is the part that appeared in the puzzle that I built over the past week. And why are we bringing this ladder? Okay, so we're here at Cary Park on the northern side of Queen Anne Hill in Seattle, not too far from where the house is. And there's a sculpture here called Changing Forms. That sculpture was in the puzzle. I don't know how the puzzle knows so much about our dimension, but you saw the diagram. It showed you climbing into the sculpture. Yeah, I'm not sure I buy that. That seems a little bit of a childish thing to do, to climb on that thing. Okay, I would think after the last two weeks, you would be trusting this puzzle a little bit more. I do. Considering how much we've gotten out of it already. I brought the ladder to prove to you that the vision that we got out of the puzzle this week is real. And in one of the angles, you could see the symbol that's on this ring, the Kalshi ring, and the symbol that's on the puzzle box. That same symbol is on the very top of this sculpture. And the only way I could think to check that was with this ladder. I see. So you're expecting when you climb on top of the sculpture, you're going to find that Kalshi symbol, which, what were you saying, had snakes or something? You know, when we first looked at it, I think we both thought it was just like a K with a circle around it. You know, sort of like a copyright, but maybe like copyright spelled with a K or something. But I looked closer at the symbol and I realized the K is made of snakes and the circle around it, it's not just a circle it's an Ouroboros. What's an Ouroboros? You know, like a snake eating its own tail like in a circle? So it's a very snaky K in a circle. Yeah, I guess those do kind of look like snakes. Yeah, exactly. Point is, it's a very recognizable symbol. The K made of snakes with the Ouroboros around it and you could see that symbol That level of detail was not in the puzzle, but you could see that it was the same K symbol on top of this sculpture. So I'm going to climb up here, and I'm going to check for that symbol. There's somebody, Max, there's somebody down here walking an armadillo. I think it just growled at me. Did you hear that? I can't really hear you. Some dude was walking an armadillo, and it growled at me. It sounded kind of like a wheezy bear. Huh. Little, little bear. Okay. Well, look, I'm up here. It's on here. Here, come up here and look. All right, fine, fine. Yeah, we're getting some weird looks. Move to the side. Sorry. Okay. Okay, here you go. Yep. Look that right is there. The symbol. That's a really big symbol. Yeah, I mean, a lot bigger than it is on the puzzle box or the ring, that's for sure. So the Kalshi symbol is here in Gary Park. Wow. The view from here is amazing, Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, are you going to get into the sculpture or not? Fine. Good things have happened. Money came my way. I don't think I've regretted listening to these instructions that you're getting from this mysterious puzzles. Yeah, it's really not clear what's going to happen in this case. There's The message just kind of ends. It doesn't show like the outcome of this. That's as far as we got in the puzzle is you getting into the sculpture. So I think you should do it. All right. All right, I'm getting inside. Yeah, right there. Right into the circular. It's kind of dirty in here, Max. Yeah. Well, it's public art for you. Yeah, there's just kind of little bits of trash up here. You feel any different? No, no. I'm telling you, though, Max, look at that view. There's an amazing view of the Space Needle from here. You didn't tell me that this park has such a good view. Well, you should get out of the house more often. You're the one to talk. You've been doing practically nothing but looking at that puzzle day and night, putting little new little pieces on. That's important. Oh, wait. I think something's happening. What's that sound? Yeah, something's happening. I think I'm about to take a trip, Max. Is that a portal sound? Can you hand me that recorder? And oh, oh. Here, just toss it to me so your hand doesn't get chopped off. Here, take it. All right. We'll see where I go. This better not be something bad, Max. Oh. Oh, my. Who might you be? Hi. I'm Jack Strobe. Hello, Jack Strobe. I'm Max Adams. It's a pleasure to meet you. I didn't actually plan to come here, so... Did you bring me here somehow? I guess I did, yes. So, I'm so sorry. Let me shut down the portal devices. Rather noisy. Ah, okay, much better. I don't know. That was kind of a soothing noise. I didn't really mind it. 
Kind of like your soothing voice, actually. Well, thank you. So, Jackstro, I guess you're wondering why I brought you here today. Sure am. Honestly, I'm not exactly sure. You see, I received a letter. I've been having some trouble. And this letter said that I could solve my problems by dialing in these specific coordinates. And the solution to my problems would come to me. Well, here you are. Well, no, that's interesting. Couple questions. One, who was this letter from? Well, see, that's just it. I don't know. Came through the interdimensional mail. I have many different correspondences with people I've met in other dimensions, but this one had no return address, only this strange copyright K symbol. Aha! Yes, I recognize that symbol. That is what my friend and I call the Kalshi symbol, because it's on his Kalshi ring and on... A couple other things related. I see. Well, if you are familiar with this symbol, but you didn't send me this letter. Certainly not, no. And uh, my second question is, what is your problem? Ah, well, Mr. Strobe, you know, I'm so sorry to have brought you here involuntarily. I can send you back if you want. I don't mean to impose upon you. Well, so far, the trips arranged by the Kalshi ring or symbol or whatever this power is. So far, they've all benefited me, so you don't need to send me back just yet. I'm definitely willing to hear out your problem. But since you asked, I will get into it. I have spent my life building up my immense nonprofit, the Disadvantaged Inner City Orphan to Scientist Pipeline. Wow. So yeah. you're turning disadvantaged orphans into scientists. That's right. It's modeled after my own life. I myself was a disadvantaged orphan, and I discovered science, and I invented interdimensional travel at age 12. Wow. Spread it around to everyone in my dimension. We have many resources, but we do unfortunately still have disadvantaged inner-city orphans. And that's what this nonprofit that I've started sets out to solve. And not only to bring advantages to these disadvantaged orphans, but to have the formerly disadvantaged orphans bring amazing new developments to everyone else in our dimension, the same way that I have with my portal technology. Wow. Seems like a worthy cause and maybe a way to make some money on the side, eh? Eh? I don't make any money on the side. No, of course not. I have far too high standards for that. However, I have made quite a bit of money in completely legitimate means. In fact, why don't you walk with me a little bit, Mr. Strobe? I think you can tell from the quality of workmanship here in my mansion. I have a rather well-endowed estate. Certainly among the nicer of the places that I have seen. I gotta tell you, I've seen some pretty nice places. I've built quite an estate here on the hill. Is that an indoor fountain or a water park? That's huge. It's both. Wow. Yes, the formerly disadvantaged inner-city orphans do quite enjoy the water park. I can imagine. But, as you can see here, we're entering into my collection room. Just a, a few of the pieces that I've collected over the years have very deep and meaningful impact on my life. It's in fact a free museum open to the public six days a week. Today is the off day. But since you came all this way from, I'm sorry, what dimension did you actually say you were from again? You know, I'm not sure if it has a name. I just know the coordinates. I call it the imprisonment dimension because I'm sort of imprisoned there with my roommate. I see. Well, that doesn't sound especially pleasant. Well, I'm glad that you were able to break free, at least for a little while. I'm not really free, because I'm actually with you, another version of my roommate. I don't really mind it. Another version of your... So you know another Max? That's correct. Excellent. Anyways, as I was saying, some of the pieces here in my collection, as you can see here, we have the fossilized pie from my grandmother. It was the last pie that she ever made me. Wow, how did you fossilize it? It was still sitting on the windowsill, cooling, when she unfortunately passed away at the 
tragically young age of 142 years old. I did send it through the Fossilizer 2000. That's pretty impressive. It almost looks like I could still eat it. Please don't. I'm amazed that that is fossilized. What is this here? Ah, well, this is the Statue of Solomon. Aha. Yes, David's son, King King Solomon. Solomon. World-renowned sculpture here in this dimension, anyway. Solomon is not exactly visible because he's buried underneath many layers of ornate clothing. I see. Underneath the clothing, of course, he's completely naked. Ah, so he has a terrible secret. Do you have any sculptures like this in your dimension? No, but I appreciate your calling out the hypocrisy of all the people who walk around pretending that they're decent when underneath their clothes they are, in fact, completely nude. Is that what I pointed out? I didn't think I was pointing that out. Yes. Well, anyways, uh, here's another bit from my collection, the merch machine. You can see you just type in the merchandise that you would like to generate right here. It's got a interface where you can upload your own art and whatever merchandise you want just pops right out of the slot. Uh-huh. Shirts, stickers, pins, hats, customized soda cans, Lucha Libre masks. Now that seems like a useful machine. You can put any logo you want on these things, huh? That's right. I don't have much use for it, but it does have sentimental value to me as uh, it was invented by my mentor. There are thousands of them, of course. Of course. At every company in this dimension, but this one is mine. Moving on, my sentient Lego man. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's looking at me. Um, He certainly looks sentient. Can I talk to him? Oh, yeah, of course. Barry, this is Jack. Hey, Jack. Well, hello, Barry. How's it going? It's going pretty good. So are you some sort of artificial intelligence? Artificial? No. Uh Aha, are you made of organic material then? Nope. Interesting. So how would you classify yourself? Plastic. Plastic intelligence. That's right. Uh, That's a new one. So, Max, how does Barry here compare to human or AI intelligences? Can he beat somebody at chess? Oh, he holds his own just fine. The amazing thing about Barry is, of course, being all plastic, he doesn't require food or water or really anything. He just exists. It's really quite incredible. He actually came back with me from another dimension where he just felt like he had experienced everything there was to experience and wanted to come over here and see what my world was all about. The whole notion of a organic matter was very foreign to him. Well, it's certainly an interesting collection. Yeah, you guys are freaks. I can't argue with that, Barry. Barry, I've asked you not to use that word. Please, especially around my company. Sorry, Max. Also here, another one of my prized pieces, the jar of teeth. Wow. Have you ever seen so many unicorn teeth in one place, Jack? Uh, no, and some of them are vastly different sizes. Where did you get a unicorn with teeth that big? Oh, surely you're familiar with the concept of a multiverse, infinite dimensions. In fact, really, this is not that big of a unicorn tooth compared to some of the ones I've seen. Wow, that's pretty cool. You ever heard of a sphinx, Jack? You have those in your dimension? Yeah, I think it's the part of the anatomy that holds things from coming no, out no, that shouldn't. No, 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 not that. The Egyptian sculpture in the desert, the sphinx. Oh, right, I think... I know that the Egyptians made big things in the desert, so that's some sort of statue, I take it? I'm just using it as a size reference for the size of unicorns that I have encountered. Pretty big. Twice as big as the Sphinx. I hear that the Egyptians built pretty large. Anyway, as you can see, I've collected many amazing things, and I've built this incredible charity, but getting to the problem. Yeah, which supposedly I can solve. Apparently, according to the letter. That's why I summoned you here, not knowing that that's what I was doing. My charity is in trouble, Jack. We've been going strong for 20 years. I've trained up dozens of disadvantaged 
inner-city orphans to become world-renowned scientists, Nobel laureate scientists. Very nice, Max. Yes, the orphans who have gone through my program have accomplished amazing things. Solved world hunger, constructed the human-to-dolphin translation device. Nice. Constructed the first human-dolphin co-settlement in the Puget Sound. If only you could find a way to make the dolphins respect the boundaries of consent a little better. Oh, we have. That is actually the first thing that we solved. Before we even opened the lines of communication. That sounds like some great accomplishments, but there's a problem, I take it. Yes, there is, Jack. Despite all of these incredible accomplishments, our entire operation is in danger of shutting down due to an unfortunately large tax bill. Uh Aha! Now see, our taxes are only due once a decade. And ten years ago, the operation had not yet produced any graduates and therefore had not yet produced any incoming revenue to fund the ongoing operation. I was paying for everything out of my own pocket. At this point, our graduates, through the disadvantaged inner-city orphan to scientist pipeline have produced so many amazing results that they're now generating funding that keeps us in operation and allows us to bring on even more students into the beginning stages of the pipeline. Sounds like a virtuous cycle. It is. But unfortunately, when we did our decennial taxes, turns out we owe 500% of all the revenue that had been generated to date. It seems like an unreasonably high tax bill, especially for a charity. It is. Now, I should clarify to you that here, no one really pays their taxes. Aha. Interesting. So you're not going to pay this tax bill, I take it. Well, see, that's where the problem comes in. I didn't really feel comfortable just not paying my taxes. Now, all of my advisors told me repeatedly, no one pays their taxes. It's very easy to cheat on your taxes. Just put in whatever numbers you want, whatever numbers make sense, to make your bill as low as you want. It can even be zero. But I really just didn't feel right doing that. You know, I've built this whole program. Everything you see here, everything you saw in my collection, those were all obtained in the most ethical manner possible. And I just wouldn't feel right cheating on my taxes, even though everyone does it. Can't you just get an accountant to cheat for you? In fact, Mr. Strobe, it turns out it is difficult to find an accountant who won't cheat for you. I was attempting to hire an accountant to do my taxes legitimately. Every one of them that I brought in here, I would ask them a simple question. Say, what's two plus two? They would shut the blinds, squint their eyes, lower their voice. What do you want it to be? That's what they all said. Every one of them. Ugh, I threw them out of the house. That's not what I was looking for. I wanted an actual accountant. Finding someone who would give me a simple straight answer and just do the taxes... You would not believe how difficult that was. Yeah, I've definitely known a few accountants like that. It sounds like you've got more than your share here. I was able to inquire through some slightly shady characters, and I was able to find apparently the one accountant who is willing to actually just do your taxes. She was in hiding from the accountant's guild, using a pseudonym, wearing a disguise. Very difficult to reach, but I did find her. She did my taxes, and... Well, as I said earlier, 500% of everything we've generated so far, that was the tax bill. And I think it's that high because, well, no one else is paying their taxes. If everyone was paying their taxes, I'm sure it would be reasonable. But as one of apparently the only people in this dimension willing to pay the taxes, it seems that an unreasonable share of the burden has landed upon our shoulders, which just doesn't feel right. Well, Max, I think you've found the right person. I can tell you exactly how to fix this problem. Just go back 
to one of those other many, many accountants and have them redo the work. Oh, if only it were that easy, Mr. Strobe. Unfortunately, by hiring the seemingly only honest accountant in my dimension, I have now been permanently blacklisted by the Accountants Guild. None of them will work with me. None of them will take my calls. (sighs) Not only that... The taxes have already been done. They're not filed with the government yet, but the process for calculating one's taxes in our dimension involves calculating everything on something called a blockchain. Ah, yes. Okay. And as I understand it, now I'm not an expert in these sorts of things, but once it's written on the blockchain, it's not able to be changed. And while our taxes haven't been filed yet officially, they have been fully calculated on this unchangeable blockchain by our accountant, and she assures me that she did everything correctly and that it cannot be undone. Oh dear, this may be a bit of a conundrum, Max, because if it can't be undone, we're going to have to find some side channel to reduce your tax bills somehow. Let me take a look. How can I take a look at your tax stuff? Oh, of course, yes, here, on this tablet right here. Ah, see. Yes. All right. Okay. It looks like we can file a revision and we just have to certify that the original one contained errors. Uh, before I go any further with this, Max, what exactly are the penalties of getting caught evading your taxes, just so that I know what I'm getting into here? Oh, there are no penalties, Mr. Strobe. None. Uh, none whatsoever. Oh, right. Now, I've been to some other dimensions that have something called the IRS. Uh, no such entity exists in this dimension. I see. The tax collector office is one man. His name is Milton. His office is in the basement, windowless, and apparently he's only given a single typewriter with a broken W key to manage all of the taxes for the entire nation. It's almost like they don't want people paying their taxes. Well, I think I can help you fulfill their desire, Max. I rearranged the order of some transactions, move some plus signs to minus signs, and let me see. Yes, I could just hit submit there. All right. I think we've reduced your tax bill to... Ah, it's negative now, so you get a slight refund. Oh, I see. Well... Technically, you were supposed to sign it, but I signed it for you, knowing that you might have a little difficulty signing something that was a little bit cooked. A little bit cooked? We've just gone from owing 500% to receiving a refund. A very small refund, but it was the best I could do on short notice. I'm sure I could have done better if you really wanted to wring the most you could out of the system, but... No, no, please. I didn't get that feel from you. No, absolutely not. All I want to do is be able to continue the work that we've been doing. Some of the up-and-coming orphans have been looking into some really promising work involving spider delivery services. Now, to be clear, this is not delivering spiders to people, but rather that the spiders are the ones making the deliveries. Yes. Can you use a spider delivery service to deliver spiders to someone you don't like? I suppose you could. That doesn't sound very ethical, though. I certainly wouldn't endorse that. Sounds like a great practical joke on an arachnophobe. Yes. I have a particular arachnophobe in my life that I'd like to try that on sometime. I don't think that I would feel especially comfortable with that, Mr. Strobe. But listen, I really appreciate your help with this. Even if I knew how to do whatever it was you just did, I certainly couldn't have brought myself to do it. So I don't know what I would have done without you. That letter that I received was so fortuitous. The Kelshi, did you say it was? The Kalshi. Kalshi. Kalshi okay. ring. Well, if you speak to anyone in this Kalshi organization, thank them for me. And I suppose I should thank them 
on behalf of underprivileged inner city orphans who will someday be scientists. That's right. That is a pretty noble charity you've got there, Max. Now, I would love to pay you for this work, but unfortunately, as much as I've visited other dimensions, I have learned it's pretty unethical to engage in direct financial transactions across the multiverse, so I can't offer you any money. You know what? Actually, why don't we go back to the collection room and just pick something out? There's many valuable things in there that I would feel comfortable sending to another dimension as a way of thanking you. Well, that sounds like a very generous offer. I will take you up on that. I've heard that unicorn teeth are collectible. I had my eye on that one, although... Oh, what about the perpetual neutron star? Huh? Right here? Oh, that is This one's pretty amazing, right? Look at that. It fits in the palm of your hand. Yes, but I could never pick it up or it would utterly destroy my hand and everything below it down to the center of the earth. Of course, you cannot remove it from the bottle. No, the protective bottle must stay around it at all times. Is that a particularly heavy bottle, or does it have some sort of anti-gravity thing? Pick up the bottle for yourself. Just, again, be very careful not to drop the bottle or open it. Ah, yes. You've somehow reduced the gravity of that massive mass. That's, that's impressive, Max. I feel like this would also be a good thing to take, although potentially too dangerous. I have my eye on that merchandise machine... What did you call it? The merch machine? Yeah, that's right. The merch machine. Really, that's the least valuable thing in the room. Well, maybe to you, but I feel like it could be used to make real money. Now, it won't print money for you, Mr. Strobe. That would be unethical. It's definitely programmed not to counterfeit currency. I'm thinking more along the lines of making things to sell. Oh, well, of course. That's what it's designed to do. All right, I'll take that. All right. Just press that button there. It'll fold up into a nice carryable size. Oh, wow. It's gift-wrapped. That's impressive. Thank you. No, no, thank you, Mr. Strobe. Hopefully, in another ten years, maybe I can call upon your services again. Well, we'll see. I certainly will accept this as payment in full. All right, well, you know what? I suppose I should send you back. Yes, I think I'm reliant on you to send me home. I don't seem to have another way. No, of course. Let me just pull it up here. All right, I'll send you right back to the same spot that you came from. Just put in the same coordinates. Just stand on that platform right there. Yep, right in the middle of the circle. All right, are you ready? Ready to go. Here we go. Well, all right. I'm back. Ah, good. That felt like forever. Look at this. I even came back bearing gifts. Okay. Look, it's literally gift-wrapped. I see that. Is this for me? I suppose so, kind of. It's for both of us. It's a merch machine. I think this will be really useful for generating merch to support the podcast. We'll have to push the button to unfold it, but we should wait till we're home to do that. It's quite large. Oh, one of those kind of things. All right. Well, yeah, then let's get back. Give it a shot. See what we can make. Plus, I need to get back to that puzzle. All right, Max. Try to keep it under control. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack Blockchain Revisor Strobe and Tim Ellis as Max. Want to support this podcast and help make sure it continues? Tell all your friends about us and share us online. Then check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm, where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content, like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and charitable peeks behind the interdimensional curtain. Check the show notes or our website for links to our listener Discord, follow us on Twitter at dispatchesfm, and visit us online at dispatches.fm. Um...